ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, flirts of all ages, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Blurticorn Speaks Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. And we're back. We're back, everybody. Welcome back. What's going on? Hey, homie. How are you? How you doing today? I'm well. I'm loving this. Y'all, you should see how she look, y'all. Angie is beautiful no matter what iteration she's in. She could just wake out and be like, good morning. Cool. Okay. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Montel. And it's your beautiful black bibliophile, Miss Angie, the foodie. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Blurred Corn Steaks Podcast, Blurred episode Corns. 84. Oh my yeah. gosh. We are inconsistent asses, but we, we trying. We tr- oh Lord knows we trying. Let me, <laughs> let me tell y'all, I it's it's so weird because I want to be consistent, but then shit will pop up and then it's like, great. Okay. Hey Angie, yes, can we push it? Okay. Or Angie go, I'm working. Okay, and I'll go. I'm at an event. Okay, like fuck. So no, we're trying. Montel gonna be like, I'm at an event. Montel like, I made it to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, it was a whirlwind. I'm not gonna lie, it, it was a whirlwind. I had never been to L.A. before, so I was yeah, kind of nice. transfixed on the interstate. But what on I five? Huh? Which interstate? Honestly, I don't know. You drove. No, no, dear Lord, no, no, <laughs> no. Uber was my best friend that weekend. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, too, because that's some Uber bullshit. That's some bullshit. But mm-hmm. everybody, we appreciate y'all popping up in here and keeping just hanging in with us and stuff. Um, so without any further ado, we're going to jump right into it. So, uh, Miss Angie, we do our speak out, but you said you didn't have one, but you said you had something. I do have something. I just want to say, um, I know it's kids and I, y'all, I always say fuck them kids. So please, I don't discriminate. Okay. Eight <laughs> months or eight years is fuck them kids. Oh, here we and go. And I would have to give a big fuck you to them little hoes that's slinging them cookies all the time. Leave me alone when I come out the grocery <laughs> store. Okay. <laughs> With the obesity crisis that we have going on in the United States today. I just came out the store where I bought some snacks because I was shopping when I was hungry. No, I don't want your fucking cookies. Okay. No, I don't want to send any to the troops overseas because they be stale by the time they get to them. Oh my gosh. All right. Send them some <laughs> shit they could use. <laughs> like some goddamn magazines. <laughs> we don't want no stale. Don't nobody eat them damn cookies by the time they make it. Well, in the Navy. Don't okay. about to say don't because I'm gonna tell y'all right now when you send cookies to the troops, we're not troops, we're sailors. They sit on a pier somewhere in the damn sunshine for, for who long, for God knows how long. For a long time. Y'all. And then when they finally get to the ship, the ones that was chocolate be melted and everything else be stale. I think the only damn cookies that be good is the shortbread ones that survive. Yeah, they're the only ones that don't have some sort of a coating or chocolate or a filling or mm-hmm. something like that. But I know what y'all doing. I know. I know. And it's not them kids. 
it's some adults that be behind them damn kids. You know We're going to catch season. them as soon as they come out the grocery You know it's the season of the cookie mafia. You know it's the season of the cookie Listen, mafia. And they come I out. That's when you see all the cookie. girls wearing leather jackets and standing you know outside. We're tired of that shit. It's, I feel like it's BMF or something. <laughs> damn cookies away. Okay. Well, look at us like no eye contact. Listen, let me say this is the Girl oh Scout Cookies Survival Guide. Okay, folks. <laughs> when you're coming out the grocery store, put them sunglasses on before you get out the door. I know it might be overcast outside. It's okay. <laughs> Throw them sunglasses on. Hold your receipt and look down at your receipt. No eye contact. And even if them little hoes walk up to you buzzing like chihuahuas, hey, you no, little bitch, I don't want no cookie. <laughs> okay. I just bought two bags of chips. Oh boy. Okay. But 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 she it's doesn't some Oreos know. and some other shit out the store. Well, do you want to send them to the troops? No, because they got PITs and shit to do. <sighs> they don't need no damn cookies. Well, I ain't never heard. I ain't seen Angie Phil this. They don't want no cookies. Totally. They don't want none of that damn popcorn from them scouts. You can't call them the boy scouts because it's oh, open yeah. to everybody now. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to send popcorn, but mm, I mean, I, I while I do understand the concept of sending to the to the troops, yet yeah, no, it's not. It, it it's just it it's not practical. It's not Didn't practical. Damn cookies to the space force because they all they do is sit in the desert some damn where and monitor the skies. <laughs> space force, yeah. <laughs> space force rules, yeah. Captain Koenig from Space 1999 is everything. Yes. Yeah, don't feel any kind of way about that, y'all. Because uh, <laughs> we're all nerds. We're all nerds and we all like something. So shut up. Yeah, that's my all right. speak out. My you know, speak about. Because I'm speaking on it. You know what? I will give us, I'm going to give a speak out that's unusual for me. Because I not only pick out individuals, but I'm going to give a speak out to every Uber driver that was there for me when I was in Los Angeles uh, earlier th- earlier this month. Uh, I went to Los Angeles to judge the 250th Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series tournament, and it was um, it was incredible. It was incredible. But the one thing that I wanted to do out of everything that weekend was to see my daughter. I got to spend time with my 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 baby girl, my youngest daughter, and it was everything. Now I'm in LA and the where I had to go was about an hour away. Now I dread sitting in these cars because you don't know who's in there. You don't know what type of personality it is. You know, sometimes you just want to be quiet. Maybe you want to have a conversation, but you can read the room and tell if this energy is even worth a damn. First of all, I almost got Lyft. Lyft is charging three times more than an Uber in California. I only paid going up there i paid uh like 75 dollars in a uber in a lift them jokers are charging 150 to 200 one way i said think are you serious <laughs> what the <laughs> hell so the uber from the airport uh to the hotel not even 12 dollars and then I get to the hotel. I drop my stuff off. My roommate had already checked in. Shout out to my man Rico for being fucking phenomenal. And then I headed straight to visit with my daughter and got me there early. 
saw my baby girl coming and oh my gosh, I held her so tight. It was everything. Angie, when I tell you seeing her was everything. 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 I just, at that moment, I just, I was a proud dad. I was a happy father and we got to have dinner and we chatted like a couple of teenagers. Like we were both freshmen in high school. We had other patrons laughing their butts off at us. And then I, and I was coming back and I said, great, it's evening. It's going to be a lot higher. And I scheduled, I said, okay, how much? From where I was back to LA, which is about an hour, it was only $35. That's not bad. I was like, wait, what? I'm, I had to look at it. Are you sure? If you want a luxury one, it's going to be 45 If you want one with more friends, it's going to be 50 Oh, shit. And, and I said, let's go. I had to apologize to the driver because I fell asleep on him. Mm-mm. But it was it was late in the evening and I was jet lagged. And, you know, my body just said, just shut up and go to sleep. But shout outs to them because going up and coming back, very pleasurable. Uber across the board, amazing. I didn't get a chance to do a whole lot, whole lot else in L.A. But the, mm-hmm. the little bit I did. Y'all give it up for them from ride shares up there, y'all. And, <laughs> and if you're a ride share driver around here and you got an attitude, keep your ass at home. Don't drive. I know it's work to you, but you're dealing with the general public. You're still dealing with customer service. Don't be an asshole. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But don't go in there with a funky attitude. I'm just saying, don't have a funky attitude, but then you expect people to pay you. Oh, your stars are going to drop real quick. <laughs> there, there we go. All right. There we go. There we go. And there you have it. And there you have it. <laughs> so we jump into the download. I know, I know Angie got some stories. I know Angie got some stories. Thank y'all for hanging out with us on this podcast episode. We appreciate that so so much. I give another fuck you to like Marvel Strike Force because <laughs> we we ain't even got the gate with anything <laughs> positive on this one yet. Here we go. What's up? I have been in dark dimension five for why does that sound familiar because i've been in it so goddamn long that's why i was like wait a minute wasn't she in dark dimension the last time we talked about and the time before i've been in dark dimension five for so fucking long i don't know how i've been in but i've been on this last node for 34 battles how long does you can only last? attack once a day? How long does the battle last? Oh, today it lasted about two seconds because I got my ass beat. Oh, sh- I want to say this is the worst, and I still got two more tiers to go. I still have another note to go on non-legendary global, which is what I'm on now. I've been stuck here for the last month or so. Mm-hmm. After that, I got to go to non-legendary cosmic and then legendary and and I'm done. And then I get Dermammu. But I mean, damn. Mm. And, you know, during all this time, I've been doing the Apocalypse um, Saga, which I don't have Apocalypse because I'm like, all right, let me get Dormammu and that'll help with my... Nope. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck this game. Fuck all oh, of these oh. people. Oh. I'm just tired. Like, I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired of my alliance that don't understand that I work now. 
I work now and I'm a fucking mom. I can't be on this game all goddamn day long. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I try to log on. The only thing I try to do, I try to finish my crucible mm-hmm. because I need those crucible points to build up my um gambit. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, I do I, you know, I try I do the best I can. Okay. Could have been, been some slack. You've been playing that game for how long overall? <laughs> I've been hold on, I can tell you. I can tell you exactly how long I'm playing with. Oh shit. Oh, they please. they tracking your time. They <laughs> do. They, they clocking you. <laughs> they do. Oh gosh. They do because it goes by login days. So right now I have currently logged in for 1188 days. Holy shit. That's three years plus. Yep. That's three years plus. Wow. Yep. And of course, the question is, how long have you been in the dark dimension? <laughs> so damn long. <laughs> I fucking can't keep up. <laughs> you got a nice three bedroom there. You got a two car garage. Yes. I don't set up shop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you working from home. I'm about to upgrade dimension. my house. I've been there. I've been living there so goddamn long. Like, oh nigga. Gosh. You cut a bitch some slack. <laughs> There is a place, there is somewhere I could go that will tell me exactly how long, you know, I've been in it. Um, I mean, it's people that can go through this thing in like 37 minutes. Houseway. They got to be spending like thousands of dollars to get through this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, again, Scopely's been having some problems. You know, Scopely was just acquired by an, um, another gaming not even another gaming company but this by this chinese company that's looking to diversify their gaming portfolio and they've been buying up shit left and right here we go um, so yeah so they were purchased and now in hindsight 2020 the you know the the marvel strike force gaming community is like okay so this whole apocalypse saga that you sold us on this year long thing where we had to build up these 23 five man fucking teams in order to get this trash ass apocalypse after over a year because it took longer than a year mm. was just a ploy to show this company that was interested in buying Scopely that hey, these people will spend they will spend money See, and that's not cool though. If that's all it is, just a uh, just a uh, technically a business demo, a cash grab. Yeah, here, a cash grab here, you can make money potential. off of this. So let's let's illustrate this. Let's show you what it looks yeah. like. What? So there's been a lot of the popular um, gamers and YouTubers that used to play Marvel Strike Force that have bowed out gracefully. The number one player, supposedly Tadano Mac, um, has quit the game. Did you say? Did they say why they quit the game? Yeah, he said he felt that that shit was bullshit. You could have just told us. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you could you could have just told us. We spent a whole year. You took the autonomy away from the game because remember, I used to build up characters that I liked Mm -hmm. because they were my favorites, and I didn't give a fuck how good or bad they were in the game. You know, I build them bitches up because they were my favorites. Like when Wakanda was trash. And I built up all my Wakandans because I'm rooting for everybody black. And then 
Nebula was garbage and I built that bitch ass up because she was blue and blue is my favorite color. So when they, you know, so when she got um a boost and when they buffed her, mm-hmm. I didn't have to put all of the, the time and the resources into her because I had already built her up. She was already, you know, kicking ass and taking names for me. So I used her in gameplay every day because I invested in her. So I'm going to use her trash ass. Well, she's very good. Now her and Gamora together, mm-hmm. which I always thought I'm like, oh, sisters, I put them together. Oh, you know, Aww. and so their synergy is great. Um, You know, and then after a while, I realized, I'm like, look, I need to break this tether from this game mm-hmm. because it's okay if I don't get Apocalypse the first time. But we, but do you feel about, like you've gotten addicted to the game at, two, at a certain point? At a certain point, I did, especially when I first started working last year, when I went back to work full time. Let me correct that because... I know you guys said, well, bitch, you done had a job this whole time. Yes, but it was part-time. Okay, yeah. I worked like five hours a fucking day. And she okay? hated it. She I went to work it. and got off before my kids. <laughs> I went to work after my kids went to school and I got off before they got home from school. That's the perfect, that's the perfect frame right there if y'all are parents. That's the perfect frame. That's how you work. <laughs> when little fuckers are gone and before they get home. There you go. All right. And so now, you know, I'm at work all day and um, what I do is very labor intensive. I can't, even if I'm not on the phone with someone, you know, I still have to work their files. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm busy all day and on my break, I'm going to eat. I don't want to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you, you don't want to give that up. Nah. Thank God for daylight saving time because at least now after I get off, I have an hour. I have an hour and a half after I get actually I have yeah, I have an hour and a half to finish my dailies if I haven't gotten my dailies finished by the time I got off. But anyways, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I still do love the game. I still do love the characters. I loved the gameplay for apocalypse like those scourge events were a bomb like it was my i'm like i'm gonna beat this shit we're gonna figure it out (laughs) they give you like 10 days and you didn't even have to clear all the notes like i never cleared i mean i never cleared all of the milestones Mm -hmm. but i cleared the milestones to get all of the character pieces and that was my goal you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm and maybe my goal should have been to clear all of the milestones so that I could get but, get the uniques that I needed, the training materials that I needed to build them up. But did you know that, though? Yeah. But my goal was just, I'm like, look, if I farm enough, because I can do that. Well, I can look at the store when the store um, updates every six, eight hours. I don't know how long it is. I think it's every six hours. I can look in the store and I can't farm what I need um, to build some of my characters up. Mm-hmm. And again, I went against the grain. And instead of building up the teams specifically for Apocalypse, I built up the teams that was going to have me fucking wrecking shit in war. Because... Right. 
I need to, if I'm not going to be on every day and I'm not going to get my 10 battles in, at least let me, the battles that I do get in, let me make that shit count. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Let me come in at the ninth hour <laughs> and help and come in with, you know, with my strong teams and, and knock some of this shit out to help my alliance yeah. win this war. You know, let me go in and get these crucible points. Let me always be number one in my crucible so I can bring these points and help my damn alliance out. Some shit I could do when I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm still laying in bed, contemplating my life and trying to get it together. Oh my goodness. So life contemplation is key. Right. But I, I get it though. I, I do know. get Marvel it. Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force. Strike Force. It's like it's just like remember that relationship I had with Sprint? Westbrook would just beat my ass, <laughs> you know, down and be like, no, bitch, you can't be on the phone and on the internet at the same time. No. But give me your mic. <laughs> <laughs> now T Mobile. Yeah, you could do both. Now T Mobile. <laughs> but we're going, we're going to make sure that you now know that shit. Is like, To be, oh my goodness, while you're talking to them on the phone, <laughs> yep, it works. That's how I feel my life. Oh, my life, <laughs> <will strive>. <laughs> <laughs> like here, <laughs> I found your power cords. I'm sorry, <laughs> little like a little, little peck on the forehead, like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to. Now, child. Apologies. Just go It'll ahead. Be okay in the morn. I go can ahead and nap for us. That's right. Go ahead and nap. There we go. Nappy, <laughs> nappy. There we go. Drink up. It's a little poison. <laughs> <laughs> but drink up, bitch. Come on. Fill a drop. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> Moving on. I rambled about this shit for long enough. Moving on to my other game. So. It is Daffy Duck's birthday in Looney Tunes World of Mayhem, and they are doing the Daffy. T oh, I like that cut. Oh, this. Oh, <laughs> what this? I got this cup from my my from my friends at Blur Creations, a blurred owned business. They make things like this. Oh, you gotta send me a damn link. I might need. Oh, I will. Like I will. Yeah, so, and I will. Shameless plug, you guys. Go support your blurred owned businesses out here, <laughs> especially blurred creations out here doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. They're in. The, they're Hampton Roads. They're right here in the area. Because I thought you could never have too many cups. <laughs> I thought you could have too many, and then I learned you can't. No, you it's can't. It's always a thing. <laughs> While she's sipping from a Grogu cup, I can't stand you. I like that. I know cup. Bestie got that for me. Thank you, Bestie. I love you, girl. Um, so. Daffy Duck is taking over Looney Tunes World of Mayhem because it is his 100th birthday. Golly. Daffy Duck, y'all, is 100 years old. That don't make no sense. Mm. <laughs> Him old. 100 but, years. 100. But listen, I am loving this fresh new thing, this world of mayhem takeover that they're letting daffy do and they're breaking like the third wall and so he's like helping the animator it, it's it's refreshing so mm -hmm. i will say that maybe if i wasn't in fucking looney tunes i could probably 
Oh boy. And Marvel Strike Force, but Looney Tunes is my OG game, y'all. That's my first one. That's my game. I started from the ground up, you know, that I found on my own. I was, you know, curious one day and bored. And I was like, this is like fun. And then I downloaded the game and I was like, this game ain't for kids because they be dropping anvils and beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> and when oh, they say world mayhem, all of that violence from them old school cartoons when we were kids, put it in modern day. They be fucking each other up. Like, some things just don't change, but you know, I think the new generation is appreciating what we as the older blurds yeah. had available yeah. to us. Yeah. We thought that shit was violent. You should see the shit. That's... <laughs> oh, we ain't gonna get but into again, that. You know, <clears throat> true to Looney Tunes, there's no blood, there's no gore. Everybody comes back, you know, you can drop an anvil on Wiley Coyote every day and that motherfucker gonna still get back up. Sydney was watching the show the other day and she was trying to figure it out. I'm, I, you know, I'm just, I just need to know why he can't catch the road run. He's <laughs> a genius. I, I get it. He is a genius. Some of these plans are very ingenious. But you know what? That's the plot. He just can't catch all of our villains. If you look at across the board, a lot of these villains are brilliant. Except for the people that they hire. They hire these incompetent people and their schemes never go through. Mm, 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 mm. You know, and we're going to talk about a plot hole later. I don't, when we get to the blurred vision, we'll talk about something similar to that in The Mandalorian. You may not have gotten to it yet, so we might not can oh, talk about it. I still want to explore it because... But I got know, some shit to say about The Mandalorian. Anyway, let's get back. Let's, let's get back. Say, let's, Anyways, let's, um... So I'm really enjoying Looney Tunes Roll of Mayhem right now. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all know I could talk about these games forever in a day. Yes. My baby said she want to start a YouTube channel. And she said, me and David can talk about our gaming and you can talk about your food. And then Dylan, well, the only thing she likes is Travis. So she could talk about Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but she, oh my, my baby wants to be a YouTuber. So okay. we got to see. If she starts a channel, y'all, y'all got to go support my baby channel. If she um, starts a channel, her. I am subbing almost instantaneously. Well, I got to talk to her dad about it first. Oh, my gosh. Why would you say, oh, my gosh? Huh? No reason. I mean, because that's her dad. And if he says no, then she can't. I mean, no, I, I totally understand. Yeah. I totally understand. As a father, I totally understand. So, you know, I, I don't want him or anyone for that matter, to think that we're exploiting our child. So, you know. No, that's I fair. Give, I have to give him the opportunity to give the okay. And then if he says no, then she's going to have to wait. Sounds like a plan to me. Yep. So anyway, you guys, um, I do have a couple other. Well, actually, those are really the only two games I've been playing. My Star Wars. Um, is it Galaxy Heroes? <laughs> she's got so many games <laughs> it is well i've only i'm only really playing them three um i haven't logged into the disney mirrorverse i logged into snap accidentally i haven't logged into raid 
So with I've only been doing my three OG games. Mm-hmm. Um, Looney Tunes, World of Mayhem, Galaxy Star Wars, Galaxy Heroes, because I'm still ooh, I got Darth Revan, and I was so child was doing a happy dance. I was like they're twerking and everything. <laughs> <laughs> So now I can get Darth Malik, and once I get Darth Malik, you know I'll be with the big girls and boys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I'm still working on that slowly but surely. If I would put more effort, again, if I had more time and put more effort into, you know, gaming like I did before, mm-hmm. you know, I probably would already be where I need to be. Um, I had to take a break trying to get Reva. You know, that's my girl. I want her. Of course. Of course. But I need the Grand Inquisitor to get her. And so, and then they've introduced their ship into the game. And, you know, I got that Lego version. It's not in my office, but I have, I built the Lego version of that ship. And, um, and now I want it in the game. I do actually still enjoy Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. One thing I love about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes this game has the potential to be 100% free to play. Every character that mm-hmm. comes out, you have the opportunity to get that character for free, at least a three star. Okay. Now it's up to you to build that motherfucker. If you can't use them till they get to like five. That is true. That's, a lot of times they want put in like seven star relic five, you know, and that's my issue right now is for getting the Grand Inquisitor. Number one, his his um what do you call it? The event where you can get him only comes around ever so often. It's only been like twice now, I think. Mm. But I gotta have all of the other five Inquisitors, I gotta have them at seven star relic fucking seven, I think. And they all need the same training materials. They all need the same materials. So I have them all at seven stars, but I don't have them all relic. And so that's my issue. I think I have like two of them. Okay. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe. And they always, and you know what they always do? They always pick the most trash ass character and make that one the hardest one to fucking get. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. It kind of it just shows you how people are going to be hyper focused on mm-hmm. something because they want to achieve it. They're they're not too concerned about whether or not it's gonna be useful. They just mm-hmm. want to achieve it and be able to say, I got so and so, so and so. I found so and so, so and so. Right. And then people say, You made it this far, but you ain't got no galactic legend. I have zero goosey galactic legends. I don't love feel bad, neither do I. This <laughs> fucking cup. You got to send me. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Y'all, she's distracted by my cup. <laughs> I'm distracted by the cup. Anyways, you guys, um, if you have some time and you want to check it out, I would highly suggest if you haven't gotten into it already, um, the Looney Tunes World of Mayhem, this Daffy mm-hmm. Duck event, it's all month long. It will carry into the first two weeks of May. So you still got time. You got to be at level 20 in order to participate. It's still not too late to catch up, get in, do what you got to do. That's my suggestion. That's my download, you guys. Okay. <laughs> the download, as always, full of excitement. Um, my download is not as thrill 
as a <laughs> filled with thrills and spills and 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 complaints like Angie's, but my mind is pretty close. Um, I have been digging deep into getting ready for Diablo 4's premiere out in June 6th. And I've been telling my people on my stream that I'm going to be playing it on June 11th. The reason why is because June 11th is a Sunday. Everybody and their mama is going to be getting that game and they're going to be playing it and streaming it all over Twitch. And I am not one to be at the line when the race starts and you got all of the the big pocket people and the loud mouth people and all of that. He said, no, I'm going to run at my own pace and do my own thing. So when I said that, someone said, well, don't you want to be one of the, don't you want to eventually be one of the, the most sought after Twitch streamers? I said, fuck no. Why would I want that? I want to play the game. I want to enjoy myself. I want to play the game with my people that come through new and old. That's what I want to do. Cause y'all know, I love Diablo three. I love Diablo, period. But four is gorgeous. This is a cinematic feature in itself, and I am excited to play this thing. So I've been deep diving into Diablo three. And mm -hmm. it just reminded me why I don't like playing with people. <laughs> people, y'all be doing the most. Yeah, let's play in a campaign. So I gave in. A friend of mine said, yeah, let's, let's play a co-op. I said, okay, sure. I played a co-op. This, sorry... Huh? I'm sorry. What's a co-op? Well, co-op is you're uh, you're actually all playing on the same map at the same time. So you're basically in a party okay. in in a specific area, or okay. in or during the during the season because they do it in seasons now. If you're not playing by yourself, you're involved with the community. And when I tell you, I've never seen such a treasure whore. We'll be in the middle of a battle, and he'll go, "Ooh," and he sees a treasure box, and he dips. <laughs> He dips. He goes in another direction. I'm like, what, nigga? Where are you going? Where fight? We got a hope. We got fucking bugbears. Where are you going? I want to get the shiny coin. Bring your ass back over here. What the fuck you doing? It seemed like every time we were getting into a fight, doop. He dips. And where, where the fuck you going? And he come back. He's like, I got me a hundred coins. I'm about to kill you right here in this right game. Nah. If I could kill your ass in this game right now, I would. You disrespectful ass. Really. And he's like, well, that was fun. I'm not playing with you ever again because you are the worst party member ever. I would, oh, oh my gosh. So I've been deep diving back into Diablo 3 and I've been working on building on characters. And there's a bit of a, uh, I, I noticed something when I was playing too because when I was playing initially, I was playing with the, uh, the class of Monk, which I love characters that are hand-to-hand -hand combat. They don't need weapons to be badasses so i'm grappling with him and flaming when everything is fine but i also knew that his his level up was a little slower mm -hmm. so i played i love the character I, I built two monks made them both badasses the woman was more badass than the guy yeah ladies don't get excited about it okay it's just the way it turned out um and then i said let me try the barbarian i like the barbarian because he's a dual wield he can he can pretty much carry two weapons at the same time if he chooses I got to his level so much faster than I did with the monk. Mind you, they're both capable of dual wielding weapons and, and they both can get in deep into it. But this joker was just, 
running roughshod over everybody. He was like, oh, I'm getting all the bargains at Walmart. Get out of my way. He was just going through <laughs> everybody. He just said, I'm going to go to Wigman's and get all of these discounts. Woo! And then I'm going to go to Five and Below. He's like, yeah, I'm compared to shopping. So some of y'all can understand the concept of just scooping shit up and getting shit out of the way. Just just know this. And I said, why is I like this? that. Pass huh? the least resistance. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay these Wegman prices today because I'm here now. <laughs> that part. I've still yet to go to Wegmans, though. I've still yet to go to Wegmans, but. Huh? No, go ahead. No, what did you say? <laughs> I said we should go field trip. <laughs> I'm down like four flats with no spare. Let's go. Let's go. I probably come away with like a $7 soda and some shit. So I went to Wegmans. All I got was $7 soda. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so we were and as we were playing and as I'm playing this game I said okay so if this is how the power creep is going to be for Diablo 3 I'm curious of what it's going to be for 4 because you now know that everybody who's a Diablo fan is on board with this the, be the, the beta outstanding I, if this is the way the game is going to be run they're going to have a lot of detail in it and it's going to they're going to be as a lot of ability to power up to advance, mm -hmm. to uh, to level up, and to get some of the most dope ass gear. I mean, some of the most amazing gear. And I'm a sucker for battle hammers, so we'll see what kind of hammers they're gonna throw at, at your boy. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not a bladed weapon person because like you can slash anybody, that's fine. But when you hit them upside the head and, and make them stand there, go, oh, are you okay? Oh, well, gee, that's a shame. Here, let me help you out with that. Shapow, and then just hit them again. Um. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's the word of the day. Chappelle. Okay, write that down. That's one P, two W's. Um. So I'm excited about Diablo three. I mean, excuse me, Diablo four. I'm really excited about it. Graphically, concept wise, they really did this, and they took their time with this. And I give shout outs to all game companies who take the time to do an honest beta of their game before it's released and take the feedback from the from the beta testers. I always wonder, there's some games that have come out here that have been absolute trash. And I was like, was there a beta test? I don't ever recall there being a beta test. Now, I'm not, I don't have my finger on the vein of every damn video game out here. I'm not that, you know, I, I'm already wearing glasses. Fuck y'all. Um, but there are certain games that I find appealing and I want them to be tested thoroughly. And I want the feedback from the beta testers to be listened to and regarded and even implement changes into the game that are going to be beneficial just make it balanced just balance it out there have been games out here i see people so fucking obsessed with certain games it drives mm -hmm. me nuts that's why i will never play so it said legal uh uh over uh destined uh call it uh, -uh. Mm -mm. <laughs> if it sounds like any of those that's coming out your mouth the answer is gonna be uh, -uh. Just, just straight up. So now we delve into Marvel Snap. Snap has been showing its ass. It has been showing the fuck out lately. I have gotten, I finally gotten Shadow King. Shadow King is freaking amazing. He says, oh, everybody is boosted up? Nah, I get here. Everybody goes right back to their base power. So if you have boosters on your field, like Blue Marvel and Kazar and all of them. And he comes out, he says, no, all your all your boosts go back to base power. You what don't get 
Shadow King. He's new. He I didn't even realize he was around. I I just got him the other day. Don't make me open up Snap. Oh, I will make you open up Snap, girl. I'll make you open up. Don't worry about They're it. They're going to be like, do they give you, you've been going a long time, hitting some gifts? Yeah. No, they don't. They For real. They just said, that, okay, we just had a glitch. And because of the glitch, here is a here's a uh, a variant card. They, I got the very. What is this about? Oh, ho, ho, the new season. You hit the hit monkey, the animal season. That's right. You ain't been opening it up. There is an animal season now. The feature card is Hit Monkey. <laughs> That's your shit. <laughs> Hit Monkey is your shit. Hit Monkey is everything. Oh, yes. Hit Monkey. Oh, gosh. Y'all, if you're not playing Marvel Snap, I can honestly tell you this is a game that you can spend absolutely nothing and have an amazing time, have a good time. Um, I only got two weeks, though. Man. Okay, well then spend your ten dollars and get Hit Monkey. Then I haven't spent any money on this game once. No, I can't say that. I can honestly say I can't say that. And I'm and and it's not even a pay to play or a pay to Wait, win. Wait, so you get them instantly? Mm-hmm. As soon as you pay that, you get them. You get those variants. You get that Hit Monkey. You get all of that. That's why I don't I... Get the premium. But I don't get Hit Monkey until no. If you start playing. In the current season, you get Hit Monkey out the gate because you're because you're already at level one, so you get Hit Monkey out the gate. So what tier? What's this? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish with your thing. <laughs> so I I got Shadow King. I finally got Gambit, and Gambit has been paying dividends ever since I implemented <laughs> him into my fucking feelings deck. And I so I can't really call it that in the game. So I call it my FYF deck. Fuck your feelings. Because Gambit, <laughs> Gambit's <laughs> Gambit is good for decks that are discard because you discard a card to destroy one of theirs. So mm-hmm. the deck that I have, I have Wolverine, which can be discarded. Uh, you have Swarm, which can be discarded. Uh, you have Apocalypse, which you want to discard. And as well as the destruction. Uh I got finally got Gambit and it's been it's freaking incredible. I finally oh who was I got? I finally got Umbaku since oh, we last Absorbing talked. Man. Huh? Absorbing Man. Haven't got him yet. Don't want him. Oh no, yes. Get him. If I can't have him, at least my homie can. Get his ass. Ugh! That's what I'm talking about. I got him. Yo, he is fire. He is absolute fire. And right now I'm working on getting Shuri. I don't think I have her. What about this goose? Oh, goose? I already got goose. It's a fast upgrade. You see, that's well, that that goose in the uh in the in the in the season, that is a variant card. Upgrade him because that's your collector, that's one collector point. Because remember, you're trying to okay. go up the collector tier. To get extra boosters, extra credits, and also whatever uh, is in the the treasure chests. Okay. Or the collector's caches. I've been getting my collector tokens, which is another currency that they've popped up in here. Honestly, y'all, this game has just been. There's nothing boring about this. They even even the areas have gotten crazy. I think I remember last time I was on here and we did the pod. I was telling you about World Ship. Mm-hmm. 
they got one that's worse. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's called Lamantis One. Lamantis One says, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna draw three cards, and we're gonna destroy your deck. So you play with whatever is in your hand for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game." I said, "Get the fuck!" I was last night. I was at work while the tournament was going. I said, "Let me get in a few games of Snap." And I'm thinking, oh, I had a hand that was phenomenal. I was ready to wreck <laughs> shop. First area, Lamantis one. One, two, three. Boom. Destroy the deck. I said, get the, and the hand went from fantastic to your mama is a hoe kind of hand. <laughs> it, <laughs> it literally just said, your mama's a hoe. Deal with it. I said, what the fuck? You I still say your mama's a hoe. I still won, but it was aggravating. And the new seasons coming out have been am- amazing. They've been really incredible. Mm-hmm. I've gotten cards now that I haven't been able to get before. I got Kingpin. Um, I finally got Daredevil. Uh, Gambit. Happy I got him. Mm-hmm. And just trying to implement things. Now, one of the things that I've done since I've been playing Snap is I've gotten away from looking at the YouTubers, or as I call them, the SnapTubers. The SnapTubers? I, I don't watch them. any of them. I, I, there was a couple of SnapTubers I was watching, and yeah, the strategies are okay. The disparagement is that they have the funds. They have the, they have the capital to spend money on everything that comes through so the majority of they have the majority of all the cards Mm -hmm. so part of the content is saying hey i suggest that you can do this you don't have this card you can do this but see that's also encouraging somebody to continue to spend money so they can be on that level no i know Mm -hmm. that i know that lesson really well you know that lesson very well just because something looks fantastic doesn't necessarily mean it is and even if i spend the money there's no guarantee that I'm going to get the same thing that you got. Because I still haven't gotten Absorbing Man. And Angie just got it. She just popped <laughs> up and got Absorbing Man. I've <laughs> never had Creel. I wanted Creel so bad. For the longest time, I didn't have um, I didn't have Gambit. Mm-hmm. I finally got him, but I got him through crushing through all of my games and stuff like that, getting the upgrades and going through the collector's levels. I know you and I talked about games having different forms of currency in the game, and sometimes it didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. At least right. with this game, the currencies make sense because they're still being spent towards specific things, the credits, the gold, and now the collector tokens. And now they've made it so that... Um, uh, and it's not like a thousand currencies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not I mean, yet, at least. I mean well, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. We are not gonna do that. We ain't gonna go there. Don't do that. Don't we're do that. Do that. Second we're dinner, not. if you listening, don't listen we're to that bullshit. That. We're not yeah. gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Don't listen to that bullshit. Second dinner, if you listen, don't be listening to that bullshit. All right. Um, I'm kind of geeked though because they're gonna have an event at San Diego Comic Con in July mm-hmm. for Marvel Snap, and oh my gosh, I am going to be there. Give me something for my efforts. Give me something. Give me something. Give me something. But Snap has been incredible. Still playing it, still enjoying it. I get my ass kicked and I kick ass. So it goes either way. Uh, I've been playing, I've been getting back into Master Duel. 
with uh, mm -hmm. with the new sets coming out and the new cards. And Angie will be proud of me. I had my <laughs> first international duel the other night. I played a, I played a friend of mine from Germany. Oh, on, really? On Discord. Because he was talking Yang and I talked a little bit of Yang. So we played each other and we <laughs> we were punching each other in the face in this game. It was, he, he had me on the ropes. <laughs> I had him on the ropes. And I don't know who at Konami finally decided to have common sense. But I appreciate y'all <laughs> so much because you have now implemented different things into the game, into the overall application that now it's no longer restricted on what you can do. Because uh, mm -hmm. at one point, the only way you could play somebody is either you set up a room or uh, you just had to play it through and just risk your rank and stuff like that. Well, now mm -hmm. they've got a casual room. So you can play somebody casually. You don't lose level. You don't lose rank. You can just play. Play. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's not always about being competitive and getting to the highest tier and playing the most trollish ass decks. <laughs> well, I said what I said. I said what said I said. What said. But my gaming journey has been phenomenal. I'll be keeping y'all posted. Um, I do play Snap on my Twitch stream. And I've been playing it recently here. And now that I have the microphone, people, I've been, I'm, I'm kind of looking kind of fancy, even though I'm not a, a fancy. I know. <laughs> even though I'm not. <laughs> my even, son might have me upgrade my shit too. Ain't no wrong with that. I mean, if it, if it sounds phenomenal, I say go for it. And honestly, you guys don't know it, but I've been using my Blue Yetis for the longest time. And I swear by them. Continue to swear by them. Mm -hmm. But when you're a streamer, sometimes the equipment doesn't always match to the performance. So right. I upgraded to a HyperX Quadcast microphone. If you've ever seen them, they are the cylindrical microphones that have the color screen around them. And this thing is amazing. I went on Facebook Marketplace, the one place that I didn't think I would ever enjoy going on. <laughs> and I found one for $50. And let me tell you, it has been everything. My last YouTube video, I recorded on this. And it sounds way better. Way better. There's no volume issue. It sounds crystal clear. And I can do anything. So definitely jump on board with that. Mm -hmm. And that's it for my download. So now we'll go into our saga. Mine's not going to be long. So... <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gonna maybe. I think I put most of my saga into my most download. of your saga into your download. Yeah, yeah. So, so my saga gonna be that long, and I know I say that y'all, <laughs> and y'all be like, "This bitch be like, okay, here we go. She about to talk an hour, <laughs> only a half an hour. No, no big deal. She's looking out for y'all." Um, actually, um, pretty good this time. I did. I know I said I was supposed to be like on a no spin thing where I'm not spin where you know I'm supposed to like. Oh my gosh. This shit ain't been working out. Let me tell y'all right now. Okay. Number one, because I bought a car. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Go ahead. So we both in new rides. Yeah. Anyways, well, um, our situations are totally different. Totally though. different. <laughs> so, you know, it, Easter was this month and so they had a lot um lego had some promos going on that i didn't know about 
um i can't i think i bought like the tuscan raider um brickhead mm-hmm. and then when i went to the website to pick that up and there was something oh i wanted the um the little nissan car mm-hmm. and i was able to get that and um <clears throat> I got some Easter stuff. So Ooh, okay. Sydney was like, oh, I really want to put this set together. <laughs> so so what did she put together? I'm really curious. Um, so what she put together was like it always is. She put together the figures and I ended up putting the whole damn set together. <laughs> So when Sydney says motherhood, when Sydney says I want to put a set together, what she really means is, "Mommy, um, I'm going to put this. You're going to put this set together, and I'm just going to play." <laughs> oh my gosh! What happened? Mother, mother, put all the work together. I'll enjoy the aesthetic. Thank you, mother. Thank you. So um, we ended up putting together, uh, I had got like just some fun stuff I thought that she would enjoy. So we got like a parakeet and I got like a bunny set for Easter that was a three-in-one that you could do a, um, a parrot or um, a bunny. Mm-hmm. I think the other one was like a whale. Hmm. hmm. I like stuff like that. Like a shit, a sea otter. What the fuck is some little white things called? I can't think of the animal now. But anyways, the white um, things. So she really, so she actually did help. She actually did build uh, the parakeet. Okay. And so once she built the parakeet, I was like, okay, honey, let's. You know, I went back and I got some more stuff for her, and some more birds. Because she was like, oh, I got all these birds. And she got her tiger. And so she got like all her little animal Rawr. kingdom together. <laughs> and um, and we put those together and we had good fun. And then so the, after the two birds, she just wasn't interested no fucking more. So I did the Easter bunny. <laughs> I did the, the bunny basket, which it looks big on the package. But when you put it together, it's like a little tiny thing. And um, you know the packaging is going to make it look bigger than what it really right. is. It is. It always Absolutely. does that. It is. And so um, I ended up putting the rest of the Easter stuff together because I at least wanted to kind of be festive. And I was supposed to make like this little Easter village where mm-hmm. I usually put my Christmas village. I ain't get around to that shit because you know my air conditioner went out, and that's a whole nother story for another. Oh. But anyways, oh here we go. So we got that done, and that was that was really awesome. I ended up putting together. I did put together a couple of Star Wars mm-hmm. sets, which escaped my mind right now. So shout it to my head, not to my heart. <laughs> Because I didn't buy them. I actually bought them in store. So I can't like go to lego.com and look and see which ones I got. So, um, but I am excited that there's a new TIE fighter coming out May 1st. I'm going to be there. I I really wanted right now, if you spend $150, they have like mm. this um, 
flower pot Mother's Day gift with purchase. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I tried to go find some things. As much as I want the Commander Cody and the Rex helmet, I was just like, I don't feel it didn't come up to $150. And it was <laughs> You didn't see anything else that was willing that was worth putting Mm-mm. on there? No. Nothing that I wanted to take my shit over 10 for 10 more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even need 10. You were short $10? Oh God. Because they're like. They're like $69 a piece. So came, yeah, like $10. So it came up to like $140 something. And I needed to spend like $10 more in it. But to backtrack a little bit, when I bought all of those little sets for Sydney for Easter, mm-hmm. I ended up buying like a bunch of $10, $15 sets so that I could qualify for an additional Easter basket one. Because every year with the Easter promos, I usually make two orders in April so that I can have one promo to open and then one that I save. Right. Yeah. So, okay. I, don't know. I keep saying I'm going to say that shit. I'm going to sell it one day. Probably not. I'm going to be gonna old and gone and they're going to they're gonna have my shit at the damn flea market for damn $2. And somebody going to come through and be like, this is a steal. They don't know, but they got it right here. I, I know I feel you on that. I'm saying I'm gonna sell it. See, I got yeah. eleven. I got eleven long boxes of. Yeah, I'm gonna sell it. Yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to the new Tie Fighter. I don't know if you guys are up to speed on the Mandalorian, but we have seen the new Tie Fighters with like the back claws, and so they're coming out. There's a two pack Tie Fighter one that's coming out, and um, for May the fourth, May the fourth be with you. Um, Star Wars Day. So I want to get that. Unfortunately, I don't think the Mother's Day thing is going to be offered. I think that promo is over on April 24th. But eight days as of this recording. Yeah, you got eight days. Eight <laughs> motherfucking get out days. And get that shit. But they have some nice new things coming out. I think that Lord of the Rings set did really well. Mm-hmm. Um for some reason lately, all of these sets with these smaller pieces, mm-hmm. I've just been like, man, fuck that shit. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Here it we go. Me, yeah, because it took me a while to put my the last B champions, that little Nissan that I wanted. It took me almost a week to finish that because it got to the point where I appreciate the detail, but those my nails and those little pieces just it's not the business. Yeah, I get it. See, I was gonna get. I see. I got the hands for it. I had the fingers for it. But you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you want to get a pair of tweezers. And just and we yeah, have them at the it store. Just don't work out. Yeah, and then one of them, and even that Nissan set had like a lot of stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I used All the a decals, brick separator yeah. to put the stickers on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. It. I mean, it was fun. It has been fun, but for me to bring my saga to a close, the best part of the sets that I put together in the last month was doing the sets with Sydney. And yeah. like since she's been on her spring break, this have forgot Legos all over the carpet in my like my room. I asked David to get something out of my bathroom for me the other day and he came out and stepped on a Lego. And as soon as he toppled over in pain, I knew exactly I was like, damn, he done stepped on a Lego. <laughs> And you think stepping on a Lego on carpet? Nah. No. Nah. That shit still hurts. Nah. 
Legos seem to hit that one nerve that nothing that else does. Nerve. Yeah, that one spot on the bottom. What the, of the, <laughs> what the hell? Tendon. <laughs> you know, that tendon that connects your um your toes to your damn heel bone. So anyways, um, I've been I've been having some fun with Legos. I still haven't put together any of my larger sets. I'm still continuing to buy them. And collect them for when I, you know, do have time. Probably this summer when I ain't got, you know, when all the kids are gone and I ain't got shit to do. Or, there you go. Problem solved. You know, when I'm off, I might take one on vacation with me. I don't know. If I take it on vacation with me, I have to figure out how I'm bringing it back. And if it get fucked up in my in my luggage, you know, on the way back, I'm going to be pissed. So, anyways. That is my saga. So go to Lego.com and, you know, this is not a paid promotion. I don't get paid. I'm not a Lego ambassador. I don't have an affiliate link. But you're an enthusiast. Yeah. So if you like puzzles, I liken it to doing a damn jigsaw puzzle. If you like puzzles and you like something that's calming, um, go head over to uh, Lego.com. Right now they have three gift with purchases if you spend $150. Yeah, that's not gonna happen in my world. And one of them is like a full set. It's like okay. a full set that's normally like thirty five dollars. Okay, cool. So take a look, check it out. Right. And the chat with Bozeman, the Black Panther, um, bust is on sale. So check that out. Well, for those of us who don't have disposable income, Bravo. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I wish I was in that position because I damn sure would be doing it with Legos. Um. My Twitch journey has, I, I have, I'm very grateful to everyone who has come through and everyone who has jumped on and decided to make the Blur to Sack a safe place for them to come and hang out, whether they're on their TV, on their phone, their tablet, computer, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. But you can feel the landscape of Twitch changing because you know how you can just detect an energy shift, how things go a certain way and then the next thing you know they change up i don't honestly don't know if that's just me or maybe that's just the the environment itself but mm-hmm. i still enjoy doing twitch i'm not gonna lie i enjoy the con- you know connectivity i have with everyone the the interaction with everyone the the people that i've met and and i love everything about it and now the microphone has made this so much more fun because like my face glows when i'm in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time i had i i still wonder why people do this and for what purpose a lot of people don't realize that being on twitch in a lot of ways is therapeutic because it serves many purposes for those who are socially awkward and but they don't mind showing their face you mm-hmm. can do that you can still have conversations with other people through chat um, and unless you get really technical and you can actually incorporate your discord into your Twitch, which I haven't done and I probably won't mm-hmm. do because I meet people like, hey, I just want to say hi. Oh, my gosh, you are stalking me. Stop it. Um, but I'm loving where I'm going with this. And it, it has been such a blessing for me since I've been doing this Twitch journey. You know, mm-hmm. Angie's been a part of the journey. I mean, she's definitely part of the Blur to Sack family. You know, she came out there with her lawn chair and her, you know, her libation. I don't say I'm a lurker. Yeah, but she's one of the, she's one of my favorite lurkers because she <laughs> Angie won't say anything until someone says something out of hand. She go, what the hell? Excuse me? 
Or I just, or I might just say hi, and then that's it. <laughs> and she'll pop in and pop out. Um, but it's been therapeutic for me in a lot of ways, especially a lot of people who found Twitch during COVID, because mm-hmm. let's face it, mental health is still a real thing, mm-hmm. and there are people who are still trying to find coping mechanisms in order to get through the next moment or the next hour or the next day or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And for me, this was something that helped springboard a bunch of other things. But for some people, they still think this is the be all end all because they're paying attention to the wrong Twitch streamers, those who have brand affiliations and they have sponsorships and they they have all of these people following them while they're playing certain games. That is a lot of work that they have to maintain to keep up their status. Let's what do you mean? <laughs> what do you quite, mean by that? It's quite simple. There are people who strive to be popular, famous, well-known, and they want to get up to a certain viewership. They want to have a certain number of followers and mm-hmm. be able to do certain things and make, and this can become uh, an income stream. But here's right. the problem. To do this, to get there, to make partner, fantastic. You now have to maintain that if you're used to the perks of the position. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is if you are if you like being reached out to by different companies that say that you have a reach and that you have a certain level of number of followers and you have a, a fan base, they want to commiserate with you so that way you can become a face for their product. Okay. That means you have to keep up the constant streaming, the the uh the product it's of- more work for you. Exactly. And after a while the human body is not going to maintain that pace for very long without being sick, getting injured, mm-hmm. mental, you know, mental anguish, mm-hmm. uh, emotional stress because mm-hmm. now you're trying to maintain the same level that you wanted to be at. And the same pace that you were at, and we're not built that way. Eventually, mm-hmm. we need rest. We need to take a break. We need a vacation. I'm never, I'm never going to get to that level, and I, I I'm glad I never want to be at that level. <laughs> what you want to do on Twitch depends on what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be famous? Do you want to be popular? Do you want people to come to your stream because you love playing games and you enjoy connecting? Do you want to create a safe space? Every Mm -hmm. Twitch streamer is a community. Mm -hmm. It's a neighborhood. And people drift into different neighborhoods. There are some neighborhoods that are more chaotic than others. There Mm -hmm. are some that I will look in and go, yeah, see, you're that creeper neighborhood. I don't want to come down that street. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That creeper neighborhood. It is. Oh, girl, girl. We ain't going to sit here and and sugarcoat the fact that you have some strange-ass people on these platforms who do the silliest and, and the most outlandish shit mm-hmm. and people come to watch them do it. Like what? There is a, there is a, I think Chinese, there's a Chinese Twitcher, Twitch streamer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they somehow, they have like a, uh, in the middle. And I saw them on Twitter. I saw them on TikTok. They mm-hmm. have this vortex, like a sand vortex in the middle of their room. I don't know how it's done or how it's built. But they will send their, they'll spend the entire day dropping things into this and watching them spin into this drain-like thing. And, and people are all for it. I don't know if it's, if it's uh, uh, 
a sensory input thing if it's mm-hmm. a you know visual maybe it's an asmr i don't know but it it's so freaking crazy oh and i saw one twitch streamer they only do their streams at night when they're sleeping they have speakers all around their room attached to their twitch stream Mm. if you contribute a certain amount of money you can make a certain alarm or sound go off while they're doing it and it's like torture and this person's trying to sleep but they set this up where if you contribute a certain amount of money or you give a certain number of bits or a certain number of people sub then sounds go off alarms go off crazy Mm-mm. crazy things and i said why would you do this to yourself which shows the level of mentality that some people will go to just to say hey i am a i'm a popular tiktoker i'm a popular youtuber twitch streamer no mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go to that level i don't want okay. to go to that level that's too much when you put that much effort to get to a certain status then when you reach a certain level you now have got to fight to maintain that and if you dip below that, now you got to work harder to go above where you were, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. So like Angie, let's say Angie decides she wants to do a Twitch stream involving putting together Legos. Starts off simple. You're doing the helmets. You're doing all the vehicles from Star Wars. Okay, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And then people are expecting you to do more. So now you're going to have to take more capital, spend more money on larger, more intricate, legos right and that builds your base people like oh she's putting together the millennium falcon oh my gosh that's gonna be dope and it's an ongoing thing but when you finally put it together and there's nothing above it they don't want to hear really listen to you talk they don't want to hear you engage in conversation they want to see you do something so now your level of fandom is going to drop because people are weird (laughs) people are strange when you're not putting all this effort forth into something and it's not to their liking, they're 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 wishy-washy. They back out, they bail. That's why when you see people say I'm TikTok famous, no, you have hundreds of thousands of people following you. It doesn't make you famous. That means now you have to work that much harder to maintain that base, if not build it. Mm-hmm. Which is why my mindset with doing tick doing Twitch is that. I wanted to create a safe space that someone like myself can come in and be a part of the conversation and be a part of the community and mm-hmm. feel like this is a place that I enjoy Then I've done what I'm supposed to do. I've done what I've, I've set out to achieve. Mm-hmm. So as a Twitch streamer, I am a bit of a mayor, maybe a block leader, um, <laughs> maybe an alderman or an elder or whatever the hell title you want to put on it depending on how big it is how big you it is didn't say no damn alderman did you yes i said alderman i did you did i did if you know, him you did. know. <laughs> i could have said you know i said could have said a parish mayor but you know you could have but but you didn't but i didn't until now parish until mayor. now but go boy go if you understand that when you do become a twitch streamer and people like what you do mm-hmm. they come they like what you do because of what you do but don't get so caught up in trying to become another the next ninja or 
or mm-hmm. the next other large Twitch streamer whose name I'm not going to know or pronounce because it's got too many letters and numbers in the shit. Uh, <laughs> just do it because you enjoy doing it. Okay? Yes. I think that's pretty fair. That's fair. All right. So that is my saga. So let's get into the blur vision. Talk to me, Angie. <laughs> Talk to me. dragging this shit on. We're going to start wrapping it up pretty soon. But yeah, um, we're going to start wrapping pretty soon. But say, I've been waiting for the blur, so blur vision. vision. Again, I just, I'm not caught up on the bad batch. Um, y'all know sometimes my, my emotions get the best of me. And after I what? saw what was going on with um uh, with crosshair, I just I couldn't watch it. So I'm not caught up on the bad batch. What I am caught up on, however, comma, is <laughs> Mandalorian. Oh uh, yep. Yep. And I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Oh, here we go. I've been waiting for this, y'all. Angie has had me primed. I was a little disappointed with episode six Hmm. so if you guys are not caught up spoiler here we go episode six and episode six Mm -hmm. this is when the armorer has tasked Bo-Katan with uniting all of the all of the Mandalorians both sects okay the the outcast sect are the ones that you know, that never removed their helmet. Mm-hmm. They're deep into their religion. This is the way. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ones that used to follow Bogotan Grease who take their helmets off at will, you know, who are native, so to Ma- speak, um, Mandalorians. Sorry, I knocked my phone down. Oh, no, not the phone. And th- that's significant. Okay. okay. For episode seven. Table that. Okay. Because that's okay. significant for episode seven. Okay. So Bo-Katan, they go off and they head out to this planet on the outer rim. And who, who the fuck are the monarchs on the planet? Fucking Lizzo ass and Jack Black, y'all. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) Wait, you haven't seen that episode? Oh my gosh, yo, I can't wait to see this. Go ahead, keep going, keep going. What episode are you on? I just finished the one where they were they they finally got rid of them damn pirates and then we we find out that the uh, the captain finds the shuttle that was transporting. Uh... Okay, yeah, all right, all right, all right. So you you two episodes behind. Yes, that's episode six. Yeah, I mean five. It's five. Right. So it's Lizzo and fucking Jack Black. All right. I'm gonna say this, and y'all can fight me if you want. Why would I don't do care? That? I said what I you? said. Lizzo need to stick with fucking singing because (laughs) acting is not her forte. Okay. (laughs) All right. She ain't got to be, you ain't got to be going through all these damn theatrics. Oh, can I hold a baby? Catching the baby and shit. And you and Grogu doing little, you know, the little space croquet and he helping you cheat and all that shit. I mean, come on. Oh my goodness. Was it that bad? Oh, was it that bad? And that bad. Oh my God. Not to mention. Who the fuck is going to believe Lizzo beautiful ass is going to be married to Jack Black old ass? Come on now. In the Star Wars universe, anything Ooh. is possible. Ooh. Anything is possible no, in the Star Wars universe. No, it ain't. I've seen no. some real live nerd, cu- nerd couples that I just look at and I go, I don't know how y'all even got and together. You gotta, have you not seen Revenge? Have you not seen Revenge of the Nerds? Yes. From the 80s? That yeah. how could from- I, are you kidding me? That That's required viewing. How have I not? <laughs> the hell 
I'm talking about nowadays. Oh, so now you know, you know how he got his woman. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, brown, brown chicken, so- brown cow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> we are about poultry here. We're about farm animals, ladies and gentlemen. Chickens and cows. I'm going with that brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Anywho. So they got a little issue that they need these Mandalorians to take care of, you know. Mm-hmm. So basically, Jack Black is just like that little bitch from the episode with um the clone doctor that she done fucked up in that machine. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's a reformed. He got on his little red badge, you know, his little scarlet letter. I can't stand her ass. <laughs> I can't stand her ass. You ever want to just punch somebody in the fucking face? I've never yeah. want to just punch a character in the face so bad. This bitch, she gonna come back to table her. She gonna she gonna resurge. Table. Okay. How about I gotta put her in the trash? Well, we've already we seen her in episode five. That bitch. So, anyways, so Jack Black <laughs> is one of the reformed you know um republic officers he got on his scarlet letter Mm -hmm. you know and so they are they are non-combatants i like you know they're non-combatants they can't fucking have weapons but they need they they got a droid problem okay so i ain't gonna tell y'all too much of the plot anyway Bo-Katan and the Mandalorian take care of the droid problem you know it's some other cameos i'm gonna let y'all go watch it and see Mm -hmm. okay but this is what pissed me off about this fucking episode. Oh, here we go. When they finally take care of the droid and they get permission to go talk to Bo-Katan's old sector Mandalorians who are now hired and hired army or hired protection for this particular planet. Because again, based on Jack Black's agreement, he can't, they can't have arms. He can't be a combatant, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't Jaren just give this bitch the black saber? I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What? What? Listen. I wanted a fight. I wanted them to get out, knock somebody fucking teeth out, <laughs> slash somebody face because mm-hmm. everybody always get a face scar out these. Come on now. What is with the face scars uh, in these fights? No, you know what I'm saying? you're kidding me. This motherfucker says, "Well." You know, first Bo-Katan beat the shit out of her old number two, you know, and he yields. But they were like, bitch, you still got the black saber? So we ain't about to follow because you ain't shit. You gonna take it from this nigga. <laughs> and she looking like, mm, I really don't want to. And he was, and she was like, well, we haven't been in combat. You can't just give it to me. He was like, I'm not. So I'm thinking, bam, he about to square up, right? Right. No. This motherfucker gets up here and now he's fucking Abraham Lincoln four score and seven years ago. <laughs> I had got tied up by this little roach spider thingy, you know, on the under in their bellies of fucking Mandalore. Mandal- yeah, I remember that. I got captured, captured, you know, and she defeated my captor. So she's the rightful owner. How sway? You didn't fight this nigga. He knocked you out. The black saber was over in the corner, some goddamn way in a pile of junk, and she just happened to pick that shit up and 
she was wielding it like a motherfucker. I'll give her that. Then oh, look she, heavy yeah. to her. She, 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 yeah, she used that thing to perfection. And is motherfuckers who religion is war and battle and combat. Just gonna accept that damn excuse. They, they was like, Y'all, when I tell y'all Angie is not happy, there's nothing but body language going on here. Makes sense. On Disney, we <laughs> wanted a fight. We wanted to see Din and Bo-Katan square up and go head to head. Maybe no one else wanted that. I mean, you could look at me sideways, but think about it. Maybe that's not something that people wanted. And if they didn't want it, it's not going to happen. Y'all, Angie giving me the side eye like I'm the one working at Disney. <laughs> it's the curse. I, I'm what? telling you, it's going to come back. He oh handed God. her that fucking blade. She <clears throat> didn't win. And you know what? Matter of fact, well, if, if we go back, if we go back and we look at history, right? Mm-hmm. Who is the real owner of the Black Saber? Who's the real owner of the Black Saber? I have no idea. Is it Moff Gideon? Fuck no. Because he took it. He took that shit from bo She just gave it to him. That's another story for another day. <laughs> I Mom. don't know. Right? Okay. Defeated. What's Pa Vizsla's? The... Okay. Maul defeated the leader of um... That little sect that Bo-Katan and them got that thing. These names escape me. I be knowing I'm so good when I don't be recording. Yeah, it's like when then let me get on the recording. It's like <laughs> all the knowledge is sucked out of my me fucking Me too. Brain. I'm the same way. I'll be Death on a Watch. Run. He defeated the leader of Death Watch, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Vizsla guy. It was can't think of his name off the top of my head. I don't like to play him in the game because he's sorry than a motherfucker in the game. But anyways. <laughs> um, Need you to focus. Maul defeated him. Right? Mm-hmm. Ahsoka Tano defeated Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So if she defeated Darth Maul, isn't she the rightful owner of the Black Saber? Hmm. Mm. Oh. And she defeated Maul before Sabine Wren. So, but who would know that who who in the current universe now would know that Ahsoka defeated Maul? Who would know that? If it wasn't if it wasn't documented and it wasn't written down. It would need to be a Mandalorian. And aren't the clones technically Mandalorians? Technically, I believe so. Now to think about it. But anyways, that's another sidebar. Me and my damn overthinking these things. But I'm telling you, I was hot like fish grease. Okay? I was hot like fucking fish grease. And I was like, this nigga just get <laughs> I just want to turn the TV off. I'm not going to throw shit at my TV because I'm not that dumb. Please don't but... do that. Please don't. I like your my... TV. Oh my God. I like your TV. Really? This what we doing? Okay, Disney. Okay, and you know, for those of you who aren't caught up, and for those of you who are spoilers, R.I.P. to my man Pop Yeah, 
And he went down literally guns blazing. Guns blazing. Okay? And I'm going to leave y'all with this one thing to think about. Because I know Martel's not here yet. I'm going to give him the opportunity to catch up. So we know what's going to happen. We know how shit falls out, right? Right. And we know that these villains be coming up with some brilliant shit. Brilliant shit. Yeah, they come from it comes from a depth. Really? I'm trying to understand half the time. Yeah. So if we have troopers mm-hmm. that have Beskar armor, how the fuck did they get defeated? Think about that. That's my blur vision. Okay. <laughs> my blur vision is simple. My blur vision is very simple. They finally came out with the third season of Demon Slayer, the the newest arc, which <laughs> is phenomenal. I made the I made the trip with my my anime club, Sova Anime Anime Club. We went to go see it at the movies. So they showed the last two episodes of the previous arc, and that blended into the newest episode, and it was amazing. As an anime fan, we are now in a serious renaissance but what i'm also seeing too we're seeing a lot more black creators out here making anime that is off the chain we're talking Mm -hmm. top shelf stuff that's going to be coming out y'all let me tell y'all if you know black creators out here whether they're animating or they're making comics or they are writing books support them support that journey support what they're trying to do because the stuff they're doing is chef's kiss and everything don't support black sands (laughs) If you're supporting Black Sands, don't support Black Sands. I'm going to say that right here. That is only my opinion. That is not the opinion of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast. That is my opinion. Okay? He's trash. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's trash. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I really haven't watched anything new. I'm, keep, I'm getting caught up on The Mandalorian. I'm looking forward to The Secret Wars. Looking forward to that big time. Yes. Um, they did the trailer for The Marvels. Which I'm not gonna lie, I, I haven't am, watched it. I'm it, yeah, you gotta check it out. It's I'm looking forward to the acolyte too. Yes, 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 yes. And uh aren't they coming out with Ahsoka soon? Are they doing Ahsoka is coming out? Listen, Thrawn, y'all. Yeah, oh yes, <laughs> Grand thank Animal you. I'm Thrawn. glad you said that. Oh my gosh, mm. how long has he it been? Real. Thrawn has been around for years. Years. And everybody's been asking, when are they going to do Thrawn? When are they going to do Thrawn? His, he is imminent. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. And like his right-hand man said, you know, the whole point, we got to keep his reappearance a secret. Mm. So that is information you do not need to know. And I will not say who he said that to mm. because Monta was not caught up on the show. It's all right. I'm gonna get caught up, and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna give Angie a call. Like, bitch, you serious? You serious right now? I'm serious. I'm so fucking serious. <laughs> Wait, um, do you see? Wait, do you see? But yeah, I'm excited. I gotta watch tomorrow. I'll be... Now, I did go see the Dungeons Dragons movie. Okay, Dylan went and saw Dungeons Dragon movie. Oh, I'm gonna go see it again. It was so good. They did a really good job with this. I didn't watch the first two abominations that they came out with wayne's brothers do not need to be in dungeon dragons movie too huh was that um no the mario movie 
Yeah, the Super Mario movie. Everybody's been Dylan saw that too. I've been getting I've heard nothing but positive reviews about that I've as well. Positive reviews about that too, but I don't have no desire to go to the movies to sit through. I don't have a desire to go in a building and sit through that shit if I can't curl up and take a nap. Either one of the movies, so I'll be waiting until they're on TV. Well, you know, and that's fair. I personally, as I do play Dungeons and Dragons and mm-hmm. have been playing since I've been to high school, mm-hmm. they did an amazing job with the references, characters, story. And mm-hmm. I'm not a Chris Pine fan. I'll be the first one to say I'm not big on Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. But his 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 uh, portrayal of the main character, I enjoyed. I enjoyed greatly. I enjoyed okay. this one. Now, I haven't seen the movie. I highly recommend it. And I want to go see it again. You know, it depends on how the coins do today. I might just cheat and go to the main gate 10 and pay $7 and go watch that. Because I ain't got it in there to go uh, to go to Cinema Cafe. But. That's my blur vision. Um, you can go to Cinema Cafe, just don't eat. <laughs> that's cheating, though. Uh, I can't have some. Yes, I had popcorn and a soda. Bitch, bring me chicken fingers. <laughs> we gonna do all that. So, just real quick, you guys, it is convention season, and mm-hmm. there are I mean, conventions. I've already been in full swing. I've already had gone. I've already gone to a couple myself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get Angie into. The fold. I can't go this year. I'm going out of the country. I'll be out of the country for the main ones. Really? Where out of the country? And I'll um I'll tell you. Okay. So she has to miss Blurred Con. Okay. Yeah, and Comic Con. And I know. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I w- I wanted to just say, you guys, just quickly, real quick. If you're going to a convention, if you're going to want, look at where you're going and what you're going to be doing. Going to a convention can be an overwhelming experience for the first time, especially if you're not sure what to expect. And Angie's in a prime spot to ask a lot of questions because, again, this is something that she's not familiar with, but she's curious about going. So on my YouTube channel, I did, uh, I did my Con Survival Guide update. <laughs> the last Pretty. one I yeah the last <laughs> one I did was pre-COVID that's before everybody was sneezing coughing and hocking all over each other um but I will say this if you want to go to a convention just do your research just do your research if you know mm-hmm. people that have gone ask questions there is never enough questions when it comes to going to a convention especially and a Facebook group for everything <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> There's a Facebook group for registration. There's a Facebook group for finding a place to stay. There's even a Facebook group for transportation, y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't I be d- paying nobody for this information. It's, Th- this information should be free. Facts. Especially if you want to bring people into the events that you've come to enjoy over the years. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, one of my bucket list things, and I mm-hmm. ain't told Angie this, I want my girl and me to go to San Diego Comic-Con. I want to take her there with me and just go and just look at her and just, just do like this. Go for it. I I've been in air quotes to Comic-Con. I've been in San Diego when Comic-Con was going on. Mm. I've been in the convention center, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't a participant. So, and that was my very first introduction. I'm like, what the shit is this? 
<laughs> so technically, I have been, but but I haven't been. Mm. If that makes sense. So and it was amazing. So what was a, what was something that you saw that that really fascinated you about it? Number one, I didn't know it was so popular. Like yeah. it, it was eye opening for me to see that. Okay, damn, there are people here who are really here because of comic books and sci-fi and um cosplay mm -hmm. you know to see it on tv and this was like pre um big bang mm. oh so you <laughs> so this was like pre yeah. big bang yeah so you know big bang theory i, I feel like was a turning point for a lot. Comic Con, at least, at least for this. I mean, we knew we know that there were still people going to, you know, the Star Trek conventions, the to the New York um Comic Con, to San Diego, right, and, and but, you know, and little local conventions. But I mean, it was it would be a handful of people, and media wasn't really putting that out either, right, right. And to say at this time, I, I, someone who doesn't have a ticket was able to get into the convention center to walk around, you know, I won't be like you. This was pre Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. Now, Big Bang Theory just blew that shit up. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> with the resurgence in interest in comic books, you know, Marvel was coming, coming out. This was also the beginning of, this was like pre Iron Man and, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This was before the whole the whole this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Now it's mainstream and it's okay to be a, a nerd. You know, people say, "Well, you know, I just I don't like nerd shit. I just like Iron Man. I just like blah blah blah." So now you can now you got you know to sell a kidney and your mama <laughs> to get in to get into Comic Con. You know what I'm saying? You got to get tickets two three years in advance. You know what I'm saying? You got to know somebody to know somebody to know somebody to get into that motherfucker. And it wasn't like that all the time. No. So I would say the intrigue was you know the number the number one thing for me and then now now we're talking about it we're seeing it we're seeing it up front every day people talk about it on TV like it's you know like it's shit I'm going to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm one of those people i can't help it <laughs> but, you know and so it made it refreshing but it's still how do you navigate it's how, it, how do you keep from being scammed here here's the thing that i recommend to anyone who's never been to a convention but they strive to go to convent events like san diego comic-con or new york comic-con or c2e2 in chicago start small if your area has smaller com comic cons or even anime conventions attend mm -hmm. those first kind of get a vibe and get a feel because uh, most conventions have the same rudimentary setup mm -hmm. vendors room panels cosplay contests uh special appearances autographs they typically have that but if you go to a smaller one you now can start putting finger footprints in your mind 
you come in, you get your registration, you get your badge. Okay, let's go check out Artist Alley. Let's see who's creating something over there. Let's go check out the vendors room. What are they selling? Let's go see what the schedule is looking like. Oh, they've got a panel talking about so-and-so. They got an autograph session with this voice actor or this person or this personality. They've got conflict. If you get an idea of how they run, mm-hmm. when you go start going to larger ones, you now have already got the basic idea of how this convention is going to be. They all have their unique elements. And that's great. That's what sets them apart for everybody else. But in order to get to San Diego Comic-Con level, you need to start small because if you have a thing with anxiety, crowds, people. It's your test drive. Yes. So you don't waste your money. Precisely. And it won't it won't fuck with you because that way you'll know, yeah, I'm not going to be able to handle it on a larger level. Or you can come up with a plan how to handle it. Precisely precisely and some people yeah. they, they just they're random with it but then they wonder why it went disastrously wrong because mm-hmm. you had no plan okay why am i overstimulated like what's going on you didn't have mm-hmm. a plan another question shoot in this one and i've had and i know people who have had horrific times with this early bird access and vip access mm-hmm. get it or not Cause I know once mm. those VIP accesses are sold out, it's hard as shit to get. <laughs> <laughs> so do you suggest a first timer upgrade? You know, I always suggest to anybody to register for early bird access. The early bird gets the worm. Mm-hmm. So if they're letting you as a first time, you know, Connor come in and get early bird access, sign up for that shit, you know, Mm-hmm. I signed up for the early bird brick fair here in Virginia that was in Hampton. I didn't go, but them motherfuckers spammed me to death. And they had some good deals on early access tickets. And, you know, the qu- sometimes the- it's even sometimes it's cheaper to buy to buy the VIP access for the whole weekend than to buy it for one particular day. So what do yeah. you so do you suggest a first time convention goer to upgrade? to vip and purchase early bird tickets no the reason why i say that is i feel vip and early bird are more suited for people who are who are who've traveled who are more experienced at going to conventions because they know in the vip status there's a lot more involved but again if you've never gone to a convention before that can be such an overwhelming experience that that could just deter that could deter you from going to cons ever again. You may have a bad moment. You may have social anxiety. You may have a phobia. And now you're getting this. To get the best experience, you don't have to spend a lot of money. But do your research and see what's going on, what they're offering, and what you're getting for your money. That's the key thing. What you're getting for your money. Because you're spending this money on this badge and this access, what are you getting for it? I've seen VIPs, they'll have you spend an additional $100, but it's the same thing as if you pay $60 for all that for, for a full weekend pass. There's not much of a difference. And it also depends on the convention as well. How much of a fan are you? How immersed do you want to be? 
if you have no problem with anxiety and crowd stuff like that, and you want to say, fuck it, go for it, bucket list marked off, yeah, go ahead and do it. Spend that money. Because you could be the one to teach somebody else about the experience of the VIP for, let's say, for Katsukon, Otakon, Momocon, Anime Weekend Atlantic, Anime Week Atlanta, uh, Dragon Con, things like that. I, me personally, I will never do it because in my experience, I've had more fun just being a regular convention goer and spending the money and going at my own pace. You kind of feel like you're committed if you get a VIP because you want to experience. So you have to go to this event and you have to take this certain access. No, I, I want my experience to be on my own at my own pace. But if you want the full immersive experience and you're willing to fork the money out, do your research on it, make a decision, spend as you will. Yeah, I see it a little different. I see VIP access as an option. You know, it gives you more access, but you know, again, that's your money that you spent. You don't have to go. Like I've purchased VIP access and this I'm talking about to like medical conventions, <laughs> you know, <laughs> industry conventions for one particular vendor or to have access to one particular vendor or just to be able to have early access to like the vendor room so that I could get prime shopping. And since we're, since you brought up shopping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there's shopping involved. Yes. Do you suggest waiting before making purchases at a convention or should you just first date out the gate, grab what you can get? Like what, how do you suggest pacing your souvenir and loot? gear acquirements at a convention i will say i'll give you three words mm -hmm. sunday 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 when they come out the gate when you're going into the vendor's room they want you to buy they want you to frequent their their booths and their wares and show what they have mm -hmm. friday and saturday those are the prime days for them to sell however when sunday rolls around they're going when the convention's over, they have to pack out every single bit of this stuff to take it back with them. So they're going to take things at a loss. They're going to give you discounts so they have less to take back with them. Okay. So, so Sunday is usually the best day to shop for certain things. Now there's an exclusive that they're offering mm -hmm. only on Friday or Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Grab that shit. If it's Get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Get in, get in motherfucking line, whatever you got to do. And, and get that now again each convention is going to be different san diego for example mm -hmm. they offer every vendor there offers exclusives for the majority of the weekend but you have a lot of people you have scalpers you have mm -hmm. toy collectors you have fangirls and fanboys up to the stratosphere of the of the planet pluto that don't have any type of common sense whatsoever and those lines can be long Mm -hmm. If you really want it that bad, commit to standing in line and being patient. Now, what I don't recommend is you stand mm -hmm. in line for a ticket for a chance to get something. Oh, they've yeah. Been, they've been doing that bullshit a lot lately. <laughs> That's some bullshit. I'm not going to waste two hours just to get a ticket that gives me a possibility. No, no. 
I'm good. I'm good on that one. So if you see an exclusive and they're only offering it there and no, don't go from the vendors that say, yeah, we're only offering it for this day. Bullshit. You got it for every day of the week or the weekend. You got it for every day. Mm-hmm. I know you do. You use your mama's station wagon and your daddy's yeah. truck to get it here. I know you did. <laughs> okay. I know you did. So Leave stop. the basement virgins alone. They, if they stop fucking with me, I'll be all right. But I'll be down. <laughs> they still fucking with me. Jeez. Um, but wait till Sunday, especially if you want to get something to go home with. That's always great. Exclusives right away. Mm-hmm. General shopping, wait till Sunday because you can mm-hmm. get a discount on that bad boy. Someone says, "Hey, we're selling these two for five Friday and Saturday, but you come in on Sunday, you can get three. You can get uh, four for uh, four for the price of five. Okay, cool. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I say I, watch. I I I typically am a watcher, so I will watch stuff. If it's yeah. not an exclusive, I'm gonna go every day. Because if I see that the inventory is getting low and it ain't going to make it to the end. Then you go and scoop it up then. Then I'm going to go ahead and scoop it up. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing is trying to find something on eBay when you're done. Oh. Like when and- I missed out on certain Lego sets. I'm like, come on. Oh, my gosh. This thing was free. And you selling it for how much? These fucking scalpers and these collectors. Oh, gosh. They are the worst. <laughs> They are the worst, mm-hmm. especially if you know someone's, they're only going to offer it at one event. Forget mm-hmm. it. Forget it. I, I just like, yeah, I'll say, I got this inside. I'll sell this to you for X amount of dollars. Nigga, you weren't even inside. So how do you? <laughs> you, you smell like a burnt bagel. I would have recognized your scent before I sent you. How are you? Who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. How do you navigate when you go to a convention and it never fails? Mm. They always have like two events going on at the same time that you <laughs> really want to attend. <laughs> that is one of the main things that drives me crazy. <laughs> so how do you navigate that? Can you go and attend the first half of one and then can you sneak in and attend the second half of the other? Like I've seen people do that. Heck, I used I've to did do it that. once and it just it wasn't fulfilling. It because... wasn't. So now it's decision time. Yeah. Which one appeals to you the most? Because mm-hmm. you're not going to hit every panel that you want over the course of the weekend. That's mm-hmm. just impossible. I don't care who you are, unless you're multiple man or you yeah. can somehow turn back time on certain <laughs> things. But even yeah. with the virtual convention, remember how we tried? Yeah. Uh, and that shit was recorded and you still <laughs> No, you couldn't. It, it was like, wait, oh gosh, why are y'all doing this? Uh DC FanCon. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was everything, but yeah, we couldn't touch everything. Mm-hmm. Um I always make that choice because I'm always faced with that too. Whichever one appeals to me the most is the one that I will go to. And mm-hmm. I'll just have to find out what happened in the previous one before. God bless it. So many times that's happened to me in San Diego. YouTube is your friend. Huh? Yeah, YouTube could be your friend. Or maybe if you have a buddy. Yeah. You know, 
Oh yeah, go don't go alone if you this is your first time. Don't go mm -hmm. alone. If Bring you have a buddy, then you can split up and swap notes. Bring yep. Everyone can be like, guess what I saw. But you know what sucks about that is someone will see something that was so freaking cool and you missed out and mm -hmm. you, <laughs> you get mad. <laughs> Especially if the one you chose didn't turn out to be what you thought it was. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't tell you how disappointing. <laughs> you know. Or maybe you maybe you know the the room you had two to choose and you the one that you chose the other one had an exclusive item or maybe you oh got a free t-shirt or yo. some shit oh and you be like not only was this fucking event boring as fuck but y'all <laughs> got a gift too yeah give me something free and i'm there a i can't tell chain, you a pen I can't tell you how many times this happened to me. I can't. And I just be mad. Mm -hmm. But to alleviate that, most conventions have written guides, schedules, or you can download the app. Get the app, get the guide, if you can get it in advance, and see what's being offered. Because they'll tell you exclusive giveaways during the, during the panel. They'll tell you. And then well, you can make that make that plan. And, oh and my god and pre-game oh yes listen have a game plan to get from one hall to the other to get from one exhibit to the other you know i was watching this one youtuber that i watch duck bricks and they were trying to get to so many different um brick events that were scattered all over town and he had a nice little schedule but what he didn't account for in that schedule was transportation mm -hmm. and transportation delays. Mm. And then what if you get to someplace and it's so amazing that you go over your time or, or there's a line and you got to wait. You only allotted 15 minutes to come to this exhibit, but you done been in line 20. Now your whole fucking schedule thrown off. So <laughs> pre-game, have a realistic game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you know you can't get from one side of the place, um, if it takes longer than five or 10 minutes, you need to give yourself adequate travel time. Exactly. I would rather get there early and wait than to Precisely. either be late or miss out. Precisely. Because a lot of times with these talks, once it begins, the door is locked and you can't get in access mm -hmm. to not. Especially or if they're at capacity. At capacity. Yeah. <laughs> if they're at capacity, forget it. There's no glimpse, no nothing. And if it's an exclusive viewing yeah. or yeah. Mm -hmm. item, they don't want anyone else to see it. That door is closed. Yeah. When a motherfucker say the first 150 people, they mean that shit. It's a hard no. <laughs> and there are people who will get in line two hours prior to that event just to get in. Let it be known. You have some, you have tortoises. You have people who are patient mm -hmm. and that will get in line and wait. I am a tortoise. I have no fucking problem. There are problem. people who have slept in line for days. Hall H. To get into Star Wars events. To get into Marvel events. Hall I H. mean, they have tents and shit, video mm -hmm. games set up. If y'all have never heard of the legendary line of Hall H in San Diego, y'all look that up. <laughs> That shit is no joke. It is absolutely real. I kid you not. 
I've seen that line. They've snaked it next to the convention center, and then it goes across the street and goes even further out. People will get coolers, tents, sleeping bags. If they're with a group of people, they take turns going to the bathroom. To pe- They've gotten better about putting people into the hall, but it's still insane. So, yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that pregame. And also, look, if you're traveling out of state for a convention, plan, 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 plan. Don't wait till the last minute to do everything because I'm guarantee you, you're going to forget some shit. You're going to mm-hmm. forget something, something vital. You're going to you're going to leave it behind. Especially if you're a cosplayer. I ain't going to say anything. If you're a cosplayer, if you know, you know. That's all <laughs> I got to say about that. <laughs> it's just like how many times Montana's like, ah, oh, shit, I left one vital piece. <laughs> It's happened to me so many times, Angie, and it's frustrating as fuck, especially if it's a cosplay that I've been looking forward to putting on. Mm-hmm. And the one piece that sets it off, and I don't have like, it. Damn, so I can't wear it. That's yeah. like, shit. What are I going to do now? That happened to me in New York. Oh my gosh, I new remember. cosplay. I forgot the one piece in the hotel room. I still made it work, but I was so mad because in the back of my mind, I'm going, I forgot the one fucking piece of the shit. Picture shirt. All of your stuff together. Check it once, check it twice, check it thrice. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is probably where me and Martel are going to differ about ponds and venue. Like you prefer to stay at the venue hotel. Right? No, no. Okay. I'm flexible. I'm very, very flexible. Right. I don't like to stay at the venue hotel, but I like to be close. And when I mean close, <laughs> I mean walking distance close. I ain't got to get yep. in no damn taxi, cab or nothing. So, you know, There's if no I want to be there at the beginning when the doors open, mm-hmm. I don't like the reason why I don't like to stay at the venue hotel is because it's packed. There's a lot of people in this noise and I'm a light sleeper. That's fair. You know, that's, that's understandable. And so there have been times where I have gone to events where I have even stayed across town because I ain't even want to be in the same building as none of them people. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. I wanted peace and quiet. So, you know. No, that's fair. If that's your thing, if that's your bag, and you want to be able to get out of bed and not brush your damn teeth and head on down uh- she said lack of hygiene. <laughs> no, don't act like it don't happen. Don't act, oh. don't act like it don't happen. Oh, trust me. I, don't I, act like people ain't been out all night drinking and shit. And they get up with that funky ass breath mm. and think they, they can switch a little um switch a little listerine or eat an apple and they'll be fine. No. Coming in smell like three day old wet hot pockets. That's nah, we good. Saying. We Put good. Some damn water on your body and, and a the, brush on them teeth. The only con that I will stay at the venue at is blurred. Okay, and that's because that is pretty much where everything is happening. But I like the way the hotels, the, the rooms are set up, where they're high up enough out of the main area that mm-hmm. it doesn't disturb you. They're really, really quiet. I just laid on the third, the fourth floor one year. Didn't hear a peep from down below. But when I got in my elevator, it came down to where I mean, it was massive amounts of noise, massive mm-hmm. amounts of noise. So I was like, okay, thank you. But primarily, no, I will stay. I will look at two things, price and uh, of um, um, convenience. 
and when I go to Dragon Con in in Atlanta, I always stay at a hotel one mile away from the venue mm-hmm. or from the from the hotels because that should be loud. Drunk people and cosplay <laughs> is loud. Nerds who want to just have fun are loud. So I'm like, no, I want to get away from all noise. So I always stay at a hotel over by Turner Field every year. <laughs> It's a mile away and there's a barbecue restaurant right across the parking lot. So guess what? I got my noms right there. I got my sleeping quarters right here. Mm-hmm. Uber is what? $7. That's, that's an investment in my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> and that is pretty much what it boils down to. Um, <laughs> if I can only, if I gave one final piece of advice mm-hmm. to anyone, whether you are been going for years or you're going for your first time, mm-hmm. Enjoy your experience. Stop stressing over what you're going to miss or what you could or could potentially see. Have Stop fun. worrying. Have fun. Enjoy the moment because this is only going to be for a weekend. And once the weekend is over, you can't wait. You have to wait until the next year to do it all again. So why put yourself through all that stress? Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Angie, you want anything you want to add? Anything? I don't have anything else to add. No, I'm good. You gave some good questions though, but see, that's you. You ask questions that people going to cons for the first time would ask. So, hell yeah, girl, spot on. Let's go. And if you're a foodie like me, plan your trip around food. I was waiting for that. I was <laughs> waiting for it. I said she gonna say something about food. I listen. My did. hotel, my hotel, my route. I look at what's near the venue mm-hmm. because the convention food. If you go to a convention where food is provided, it's all right. I've been to some where the food has been phenomenal, but I've been to some where I've had to go get me a plate from somewhere immediately yeah. <laughs> immediately <laughs> afterwards and so you know look at the local cuisine and you know playing you know go get your little good go get your little good plate a little barbecue plate a little hot dog or something some you know whatever is famous in the place and don't go to one of them you know big box places or you know them paper worn by folks like this you want to go to a place with folks like these so you know, Montella won't even looking. So, anyways, excuse me, don't do but... that. We ain't gonna do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and with that last bit of advice, we're gonna come to the end of another episode of the Blur to Corn Speaks podcast. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys have attended conventions, what's some advice that you would give to whether an experienced con goer or someone going for the first time? I, I would, lo- I know Angie and I would love to hear because probably we'd be like, we forgot that. We forgot to say that. <laughs> I should have asked about that. So, Miss mm-hmm. Angie, where can they find you and show you love, sweetie? On Instagram. That's it. Miss Angie oh. the Booty. <laughs> that's my gaming. I'm the one all over the page. fucking place. Um, and then um, Miss Angie underscore eats on Instagram as well. I ain't okay. posting in a long time, but you know, hey. I ain't mad. Me. I ain't even mad. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Navy Montel, but also under TikTok. YouTube and Twitch under Road Cat Nip. I keep it simple, and we're gonna have fun from there. But I hope mm-hmm. y'all enjoyed this episode. This was a, this was fun. They're they're all fun, but there's always ones that you're like, oh, this was a blast. I, know, I just feel like me and my daughter sat here and had a conversation because we ain't talked in a minute. 
you know, because he's been jet setting and shit. Yeah, you're right about the jet part. Yeah, but I set my ass down. That's what I've mm-hmm. done. <laughs> now I got a new car. Working I got a new car now, so we can. Yeah, you know, I can just get everywhere. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> I started to call you for a ride the other day. Girl, right. I would have said I've been like I've been on my way without any issue. Like, what you need? What you need? What you need? What you need? <laughs> but I got my own car now. I got a car now too. So okay, we working, y'all. Let's go. Okay. So thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. And as I always say, please stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy, and be proud in your blurred. Thank you so much. If you have made it this far, please. Tell a friend, like, comment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your ass if you don't. Oh, gosh. I've is- spoken. <laughs> Did guy. y'all enjoy that? I have spoken conversation too <laughs> in episode six. <laughs> no, six, because Montel hasn't seen it. I haven't seen six yet. I probably. have spoken. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye.